When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Today on the show, Radical Ones, we're celebrating 15 years of Lipstick Jungle, the 2008 TV series that starred Brooke Shields, Lindsay Price, and Kim Raver. Come on, love a little, treat yourself. It's time to get radical. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie. Charlie. Honey, get down! And look, I won't go far, okay? If the apocalypse comes, beat me. My name is Grace Jones. Thunder! 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 Power 3 will set us free. Power 3 will set us free. Power 3 will set us free. But I ain't going to gossip, so if anyone asks you, you ain't heard from me. No, you have. No more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and we are back with my good friend and special guest co-host, Cadu, for this 15th anniversary special of Lipstick Jungle. Welcome, Cadu, back to the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Ryan, for having me back, especially in this episode. It's a dream come true. Have to mention Radical Ones that our Power Ranger episode did so well. Everyone really, really enjoyed us together on that Power Rangers episode. Shout out to David from Slash Vision Podcast. I know he definitely enjoyed that i am super excited to talk to you thank you it makes me so happy 15 years ago nbc this new series is started how did you come to this 
What was your first experiences? Yeah, I was a huge fan of Sex and the City, like everybody else. So when I heard that Candace Bushnell was doing another series based on one of her books, I was very excited to check it out. And I was in college. I tell all my friends about it. And we all tune in to watch Lipstick Jungle. And I was hooked from the first episode. And I love that that world that Candace created about three powerful women. And it was about them chasing their dreams and career oriented and not just seeking for men, seeking for love. And that's why I think the show worked for me, you know? And this was a mid-season replacement at the time. Yeah, it was just around that writer's strike, which is really hard. And... Mm. And Lipstick Jungle premiered on February on NBC with only seven episodes. Life has its challenges. Every morning I bring my son to school and I rush off to a breakfast meeting. By the time I come home, he's asleep. But there's one thing that helps you keep it together. You have no idea how proud of you I am. From the writer of Sex in the City, having it all means not having to do it alone. You are an extraordinary person. <laughs> Brooke Shields in Lipstick Jungle premieres Thursday, February 7th, 10, 9 central on NBC. Come on, love a little, treat yourself. Three best friends balancing family, work, and love. <laughs> you okay? Was it a date? The sexy, stylish show with warm humor. You get a gift like that, you gotta pay attention. Get together for Lipstick Jungle, all new Wednesday, 10, 9 central on NBC. So for anyone who doesn't know, Lipstick Jungle is a look at the lives of Nico, Wendy, and Victory, three of New York's 50th most powerful women, according to the New York Post. This stars Brooke Shields, Kim Raver, and Lindsay Price. I mean, what a cast. Not only are these women gorgeous, but, I mean, huge names. And their chemistry works because sometimes it doesn't. It's lighting in a bottle. And you believe that these three friends are best friends in real life. Kadu actually introduced me to the series right before the anniversary happened. And I was able, with his help, to watch the complete series. I am all caught up. I am so excited to talk about this. And yes, Kadu's right. The three leads, these three women, you believe, I mean, from the first early episodes that they are the best of friends. It's very natural. And there's something really special about trios of women, you know. For some reason, I'm very attracted to that. Lipstick Jungle, Charlie's Angels, Charm, the Bowtie, Powerpuff Girls, you name it. I think there is... Yes. There's such a magical element to three women being friends, being supportive. And that's why I think the show works for me, because we are invested in their friendship and their in their lives. When they are together, they're just one. And it's so special to me. Truly. Watching the series for the first time, it was so refreshing to see. It, it felt like a real, real women, I have to say. Like, it wasn't problems that were so... Yes, there are funny occasions with, you know, certain things things that will happen but it's real look at everyday life children husbands
friends, career, finding love, finding romance, working. It all came off extremely natural. And a new concept at the time because Sex and the City was 30-something women finding love and finding themselves. And here in Lipstick Jungle, they are Mr. Big, you know? They are chasing their careers. They are chasing their dreams. So the romantic element is almost like the second storyline, you know? Yes. primary storyline is just them and their friendship and their careers which I think is really exciting very exciting for me and I had no idea what the careers were of the ladies in the show I knew it took place in New York I remember it being at the time on TV and this is actually when I was working overnight Cadu so I feel like this is why I miss this because I love Lindsay Price she's adorable not only in her character Victor forward but as a person she's so sweet and such a good good actress and she went from eastwick after this show had unfortunately not gotten picked up for the third season and in my mind for some reason i always thought it was the opposite i watched eastwick i loved her on there it's very reminiscent of our ladies of charmed of course but it was just so fun in its own sense i'm sad that that show ended as well and another trio of women yes Yes, the formula, you're right. Aren't we supposed to be having fun? I mean, you just slay the dragon and you got your mojo back. Can't we at least get a drink? Bottle of wine. Margarita. Mm. Margarita. So, Cadu, you started a Instagram account. Now, how many years have you had that? I started that account in back in 2016. It's wow. almost seven years now. And I started that account because I wanted to keep the memory of Lipstick Jungle alive, you know? Yes. I thought if I'm a fan, I'm sure there's a lot of other fans around the world. And I was right, you know? Every now and then, I have a new follower saying that they love the show, they miss the show, and even the girls like Lindsay Price, Brooke Shields, Candace Bushnell, Amanda Ross, the Silas, they all follow the the Instagram account, which is really, really nice to me. So this is this is amazing because I actually, when Kadu introduced me to the series, I started following his account, of course, and I was going back and looking at things and you'll see Lindsay Price making a comment and likes from Brooke Shields. And it's just so, I love that this is reaching them and reminding them of the love that this series had. Yeah, and speaking of that, Uh, we have a special surprise for you guys. I hope you like it. Hi, Radical Ones. It's Lindsay Price here. Um, I just wanted to thank you all for being such big fans of Lipstick Jungle for so many years. I can't believe we're actually reaching this amazing anniversary milestone. Thank you for keeping the show alive for all these years. Thank you for loving Victory Ford and the girls in Lipstick Jungle um, that Candace Bushnell so masterfully created. This is a world that I love to live in and that I love to relive in um, through you guys. There are incredible memories that I have of living in New York and shooting this story about powerful women doing exactly what they're meant to do um, by living their life and chasing their dreams. So yay for Lipstick Jungle and, and thank you so much for your continued love and support.
First off, that was amazing. I cannot believe that happened. Thank you so much to Lindsay. Your message just brightened us so much. You are not only just beautiful, but your genuine feelings and how you felt about the show just came through. So thank you for that. Thank you to Kadu for really orchestrating this, reaching out. Kadu, this is amazing. I mean, it's all Lindsay. You know, she's very supportive since day one. She was such a sweetheart to me when she first started following that account. And I'm Instagram friends with her since 2016. And I met her parents. They are lovely. Her dad sadly passed away a couple of years ago. And her mom is just amazing. So I I think I created a bond, even virtually, but I created a bond with them. And to me, it's what more can can I want? You know, it's such a beloved show to me and having the stars of the show reaching out and sending messages. I mean, shout out to them. I love you guys. Thank you for making memories. I'm speechless radical ones. (laughs) I don't care if security has to come in and carry me out. It will be worth it. Well, if anyone can carry off a straitjacket, that would be you. Thanks. I do love a buckle. How do you feel about going through the three ladies and their characters and just brief feelings, you know, about each one? I love that they are also different, but at the same time, they are also similar. I think that Wendy is very maternal and Victory is very emotional and Nico is very practical. So they complement each other. And I think that's the beauty of friendships because we all seek something that are missing in our lives. Sometimes we're very shy and our friend is just super bubbly. So I think it's nice to have that balance between them. How do you feel about their their chemistry? I mean, you said it beautifully, Kadu. I feel like it's really a love story about friends. I think we all really long for a group of people, whoever it is that you find that you have a, a nice tight nip dynamic with these friends. And I love that really it was each girl, it was just they would do anything for each other. And if they fought, you know, it was natural because not every day, unfortunately, can be sunshine and roses. So, you know, and they came back very quickly. I think there was only maybe one episode with Wendy and Nico that they didn't talk for maybe like just half of an episode, you know, into the next one. But they really just always got back together. Part of me wishes you told me everything from the beginning and part of me wishes I never found out. Yeah, same here. Nico, it was a rough couple of days. We we both. And I love that that you mentioned that because I think Wendy and Nico are the exact example of that because Wendy and Nico are very different. So they don't see eye to eye in a lot of things, but they find a way to to each other. You know, like you said, in that episode, when they go to Scotland, they fight and it's a big fight. And Wendy doesn't agree with Nico having an affair. Yes. And it plays out towards this, the, the series, actually. When they go to that B&B upstate, they fight again. Uh, honey, we're not bored in the Orient Express. We're spending 72 hours in the sticks. So? So it means you're not going to have a lot of costume changes. How much you pack? Two bags. They were smaller, and I'm taller. 
What an amazing episode. That whole chocolate scene. Oh, God, I sounded so New York. Chocolate. That chocolate scene where the three ladies are fighting over one piece of the chocolate on their pillow. Hysterical. Hysterical and very true because friends fight and make amends yeah. so quickly, you know. So I think it, it's very beautiful and natural the way they navigate through this. And I think victory is the heart of them, you know. She's always making amends. She's always making peace. So I think she's very relatable, Victory. Victory, and you guessed it right before I watched it, was definitely my favorite character. I mean, everyone on this show is extremely likable, but Victory, such a fun character, but at the same time could be so deep. And I love that balance that Lindsay brought to the character because at one minute she's just so fun and watching old movies, which I definitely loved that aspect. I wish they continued that in season two. And I can see you in Victory. Very romantic, very uplifting and hoping for the best. I think that's the perfect definition of Victory. First of all, thank you. And what a name for a character like that. I think it's so fitting. And a huge last name, Ford. Yes. And to my sweet, sweet victory, I love you like a sister, and I've never been happier for you. And most importantly, I have nothing to wear to your wedding, so start sketching. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And I just want to say that um, I am so happy that such a wonderful man knows you and loves you for who you really are. Your favorite, of course, is Nico Riley. This is played by Kim Raver. I mean, she's on one of the biggest television shows currently, I I would say right now, still, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I love Nico from day one. I mean, I relate to Nico because when I first started watching the show, I was like 18, 19 years old, and I was a gay kid in the closet. So that storyline of she's having an affair and she can tell her friends, always keeping a secret. I felt that it's very true to a lot of gay kids in the closet because we can't share our, our, our truth to our loved ones. That's why I related first with Nico because she was almost having a, like a second life. Yes. A double life. And she's very powerful, you know. I think she's so chic and very, like I said, practical. And I relate to that. I'm not as cold, I would say, but I... Yes. I have that leadership in me. I'm always taking control of the situation. And like I said, it touched me that that storyline of the affair because I related to being a gay kid in the closet. So it was extra special because the show actually encouraged me to seek out my true self. You know, I was very confident when the show ended of who I was and I was able to share it, my truth with my family, with my friends. So yeah, it's so special to me. And and if I have a kid one day, I would like to name my kid Nico and... Especially if it's a boy, because I think it's a great name for a boy. I agree. It could go either way perfectly. Yeah, and so that's how much Nico means to me. That was beautiful. Thank you, Kadu, for sharing that. But of course, we all love Wendy. She's gorgeous. Oh, yes. And Brooke is just, again, you just look at her and you're like, oh, it's Brooke Shields. And you just feel something. Yeah. And I would love to have her job because she was like this powerful movie executive, so respected in her field. 
I mean, she's she's amazing. I loved that aspect because I was not expecting that they were going to make her, you know, somebody high up in the movie industry. So I was like, oh, wow, that's really fun. It's not a lawyer or, you know, the powerful business, like the same thing that they usually do in, in series. I mean, I'm calling it a twist. It's not really a twist. It's a real job, of course, but I love that it was, yeah, the movie industry. So glamorous and at the same time so raw because we see the ugly side of the industry and Wendy mm-hmm. deals with that so beautifully and even in second season when she's fired from her job she's fired because she acted on love you know she was helping a friend I loved that about these women each one of them would sacrifice something for either a friend somebody you know a, a family member whatever it was <sighs> when things will get better And if they don't, we'll move to the woods and we'll make moccasins. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... <laughs> Thank you. Drink up. Uh, I had a crap week and you two are the only ones that want to get sloppy and start chugging. I lost my virginity in moccasins. <laughs> you remember what shoes you wore? They was the most memorable part. Oh, honey. <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
again, it felt real. When Wendy lost her job, she was kind of lost. And, you know, you're going from a huge job like that, and she was spending more time with the family. And then it gets into the situations with her husband, of course. So it feels real. And I think that's what probably viewers like you at the time were feeling. You know, it's sad it didn't get picked up again for the third season. It seems like there was a possibility. Definitely was. And like I said, it was bad timing for the show because it was just around that writer strike. So the first season got only seven episodes. And then when they were picked up for season two, the economy broke, you know, so a lot of NBC executives were laid off and the show needed to show numbers that unfortunately wasn't because of everything going around the world and especially in America. So they decided to cancel it. And I think it was very beautiful because when the show got canceled, a lot of fans sent lipsticks. Oh, I love that. To NBC, which was a really cute thing to do, but not enough for season three. It's really funny because I've been trying to study for the show that we were doing this week, of course, and seeing clips on Cadu's Instagram. And not only would all three ladies, basically, it seems like in a heartbeat go back, I mean, a matter of fact, Cadu had a clip where Brooke Shields actually, you know, was talking about that. And Kim was saying that she thought maybe it would probably would have done better streaming at the moment. And I agree. Because this is very bingeable. Once you get started, you want to know what's going to happen in the next episode, especially with some of these cliffhangers. Yeah, and especially after Me Too, you know, the the environment is a lot safer. So I think women are having their voices heard. And a show like that would be huge because female audiences are, are always binging. So I think, I don't know, Netflix, if they would create something like Lipstick Jungle now, it would be extremely successful because we have a record of shows that did well in the past, you know, Charm, Desperate Housewives, Sex in the City. So like I said, Lipstick Jungle had that bad timing element. So if they would be on today, I think they would be very successful because the, the characters are very relatable. The stories are very true and very now. Yeah, I think if Lipstick Jungle was streaming now, it would be, be a big deal. While we're speaking of that, if the show came back now, where would these characters be, you think? Now, Kim has said in a clip that she feels like Nico would have taken over the fashion world like Anna Winters. Lipstick Jungle was streaming now. I think it would be doing really well. Nico is literally running the world. She's become like the top dog in the fashion world. She's kind of like Anna Winter, I think. It's about women and we're in such a time of female empowerment. And that's also why I wanted to tell these Jane Green books to film because it's that thing of telling women stories and women empowering themselves, but also messy and complicated but also women supporting women do you agree with that do you also feel what would wendy and victory be up to at the moment i so agree with that i think nico would be running the world and victory and wendy i think they wendy i think probably is separated from shane unfortunately actually i was gonna ask you do you think he ended up having the affair with the assistant (laughs) 
I don't think he had an affair, but I think they went separate ways. Yes. Because if you watch the show from episode one, you can sense that Shane is very resentful over mm -hmm. Wendy because she was able to build a career and he was a stay-at-home dad and affected him big time. So whenever I rewatch the show, I can sense that he has a lot of resentment over Wendy. So I think in the long run, they would be separated. I don't think they would be divorced, but I think they probably, they met new people and try to, to work it out as best as they can. And Victory, I think, got married with Joe. And now she's like a big fashion designer with her, with her stores. And I think she would be probably where she was back then, but in a higher level because joe is like a billionaire yeah she doesn't have to worry about money but i think she would be in the fashion industry yet i loved that about her that she still wanted that independence from joe and even though he is a millionaire even though i guess at the towards the end of season two he might have been having a few problems but he probably worked it out right because <laughs> It was the bad economy. So yes. I think when I think when everything worked out, he probably got his money back. Do you think he ended up having a child with her? Because that was one of the things he felt that he had no time for one. Do you foresee a child in their future? I don't. I think Nico had a child, probably because she had that desire to be a mom. But I think Victory and Joe are just the, the two of them. No kids. That sounds perfect for both characters, a matter of fact. And I love how complex Nico is because... In the first season, she's like having this affair. And like I said, her marriage is struggling. But after her husband dies and, and she gets back with Kirby, her life is still unraveling. You know, she has this desire yes. of being a mom, but at the same time, she wants to run the company. So I think it's, it's very nice to see that complexity. And of course, I think she's a mom now, but like one of those moms that could rule the world. And I think that Nico is ruling the world with a teenager at home. <laughs> so this is great. I wanted to ask you about that plot. Like Cadu was saying, the first season really revolved around this affair with her younger boyfriend, Kirby. And her husband, it was kind of alluded to, was probably having an affair right as well. And then you get this shock that not only does he die, Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but he also not only had an affair, but impregnated the uh, students that he was seeing. And Nico saw herself in this woman because she was his student at one point. I thought that was very profound. And as she mentioned, she didn't get to have her, you know, basically her teenage years. The whole thing felt real and shocking. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, Nico is a very complex character because she's not only that cold editor-in-chief you know she's a big friend she has desires of being a mom so i think it, it was all very instrumental to to her likability if that's even a word definitely definitely and in season two we actually saw more of that fun side coming out i think do you have like a favorite episode or, or storyline oh yes i think my favorite is when they do go on that retreat in season two because it was the three of them together scotland only had wendy and Nico. So, I mean, that was also a fun episode, but I really was invested in Joe's 
pursuing victory and if they were going to end up together. He was another complex character, I thought. He was. This is played by Andrew McCarthy. He, this is Joe Bennett. I think he's adorable. I always see Mannequin when I when I kept watching the episodes. And you are a big Mannequin fan. Yes, Kadu. Yes. So I'm like, oh, there he is. He grew up and he's and he's here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was invested in even that shocking season one with Kirby and the, you know, the sexual assault charges against Nico. I gasped. (laughs) Like, it was really shocking at some points in a great way. So what were some of your favorites? I love the ones that you mentioned, the the trip to Scotland and when they go together to the B&B. It's very fun to see them outside New York. And I love that... The episode where Victory finally opens her store, which was really nice to to see that fashion show and that shocking ending of her kissing Rodrigo over Joe. So heartbreaking because it was like perfect timing and the other girls knew and you're expecting it and wow yeah totally agree and like you said i love a lot of the the storylines like the sexual assault and uh nico trying to freeze her eggs so i think it's very very special and wendy getting fired i think it was so determined to have her chase her dreams in a different way she's yes She's thinking of starting a company of her own. So I think it all worked out really well, especially in season two. I think the the characters grew a lot. And they had a chance, I feel like, with more of the episodes to expand on their characters. I feel like the season one, they had to rush it out probably in seven episodes. So, But by season two, which is really, that's a lot of series find their footing in season two. Not that they didn't in season one, but by season two, they seem to have known what they were going to do, and they were going for it then. Since you mentioned Joe Bennett, what do you think of the man of Lipstick Jungle? Do you have a favorite man? Oh my god. Well, this was just a pleasure of the senses, Radical Ones. There was very, uh, I mean, beautiful, both sexes were definitely represented well in this show. Yeah, it's a very eye candy show. Definitely. So if I had to do like, say, like a top three? Yeah, top three hottest men. Oh my goodness. This is hard because if anyone's seen this show, there's a lot. So call me crazy, but I'm going with Joe for number one. There was something charming about him. He he was real quirky, but all at the same time, there was something, you know, very deep with him and Victory. Kirby, number two. But actually, Rodrigo and Kirby, I could interchange because they're they were just both fantastic. <laughs> very good looking man. Oh my god. I, I feel bad that Joe was in the picture because at first I was like, okay, maybe I'm okay with Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I think my first choice is Kirby. I think he's really hot. But at the same time, he's really cute. Adorable. Yeah, uh, I think my second choice would be Rodrigo because he's a Latin man. And I think that is really charming because I'm from Brazil. So I feel represented in a way. And very charming indeed. And very charming indeed. And my third choice would be Dennis, the friend who kisses Wendy. I think he's really... Yes. He's really, really cute. Only in a couple of episodes, but I think he's so charming. And if I have an honor roll mention, I would give it to Roy because he's so sweet. Victor's assistant. 
so cute. And speaking of a coming out moment, I loved that whole thing with him and Victory. And he was just like, they broke up with me. Or no, no. He was saying, was was the boyfriend's name Chris? Yeah. Like he would say to Victory, like, you know, Chris and I are no longer together. And she would be like, oh, you and Chris. Because she didn't know if it was a, a man or a woman at the time. So then he finally says it, and it's just like, it's really cute. It's really cute. And it's nothing's like a big deal. It's just natural. And it was really a nice scene. It was. Shane, I have to say, though, I feel like Shane's, and this is played by Paul Blackthorn, I believe his name is. Him and Wendy, I feel like, did actually have great chemistry, but at the same time, they played it rather well with that as well, because you could feel the strain as much as you could feel the chemistry there. I think Wendy deserved better. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, he was... I just wish the character wasn't too immature like he was in that sense yeah very immature i think he was really sweet when he he was at home with the kids and he he is like a very loving father but as a partner i think he like i said before you can see the resentment there i think wendy deserved a little bit better if i were able to watch these episodes again let's say and keep that in mind like you were saying when you were rewatching again like your latest rewatch you could probably pick up more on these subtle and sometimes not even subtle because you could it was just right out in the open clues that this is really what they were headed for okay can we just talk about the fashion for a second oh yes please gorgeous to me it's one of the best wardrobes in television I'm just going to say that because their looks are amazing. Shout out to Amanda Ross, the style consultant. Definitely. Amanda Ross, it was fantastic. Such a genius. You can feel them through their clothes, you know. Victory is very romantic. You can spot it on everything she wears. Nico is very chic, very classic. I love when she wears like a black dress and white coat. Yes. So on point, so editor-in-chief, like such a boss. And Wendy, so old Hollywood with the sparkles and that big hair. I mean... <laughs> yes! <laughs> the sparkles, so true. Hollywood. Whenever I watch the show, I'm like gasping with the fashion because it's amazing. It's such a statement to their personalities, to, to New York, which is yes. like another character itself. I love that. And I never really get a chance to really go to the city. I mean, it's so close, which is a shame that I don't take advantage, but it's so nice to see it as a backdrop of what I've missed all these years, I guess. But you're right. It's like a character and I love that you can go to this place and it's a familiar place or this or that. And You have to go to New York City and have a lipstick jungle moment please for me oh my god okay you know what i gotta pick out something good then yeah put on your best clothes and go rock the city one thing i love about lipstick jungle here in brazil is the series is so much like a soap opera for some reason and soap operas yes. are very big here in brazil and i remember when the show premiered it actually premiered on fox here in brazil Ooh. and the marketing team was genius they they hired this actress to run around like fancy neighborhoods of Sao Paulo. She had several men on a leash and oh they... <laughs> <laughs> and they were all wearing like a pink lipstick jungle shirt to promote the show. And I thought that was genius. 
Oh my god, that's amazing. So see, it, it had the potential of being a hit, unfortunately. It just wasn't able to be, you know, given the, the timing was, yeah, terrible. Yeah, the fans around the world are, are very loyal. Here in Brazil, people still miss the show because it's very, like, soapy, like I said. And I think we all miss that aspect of having three women on the screen representing powerful women that are searching their dreams and not only searching for love. So that's what we said before. I think the show would be doing really well now because women are everywhere, you know, they are yes. running companies, they are fashion designers, but they are also moms. And I think it's very relatable. So I feel really, really sad that the show didn't have the opportunity to, to express that in season three. And maybe, I don't know, someday it can have like a, a reboot or just like an Entertainment Weekly reunion with a, yes. with a gorgeous photo shoot and a nice interview with the, with the ladies. That would make me so happy. And the cover could say the show that could have been or something like that. Totally. Just to touch on some of the retro quote unquote moments this show might have. First off, for the early 2000s, is anything more early 2000s than Natasha Bedingfield, who is a guest on, I believe, two episodes, but she's brought up in a few of them, playing herself, playing some of her songs. So that was such a throwback. Yeah, her songs are so addictive. I remember when I first listened to Unwritten, that song stayed in my head for months. So it was really nice to see her on the show. I am the same way. I enjoyed her from her first album. And I'm sad that she's still... I know she came out with something a few years ago, but she's a great songwriter. And they play that song, Soulmate, I believe it's called. Yes. And it's just perfect. It's perfect for when it was played. But also just to add in, Mary Tyler Moore played Wendy's mother. And Dan Loria, who was the father on the original Wonder Years played Victory Ford's father in one of the season two episodes, right when she was going to get married. Yeah, the last episode. Which ended on a great montage, which I love that one of the last things was the girls telling them each other that they loved each other. So it's, it was a positive way to end the season in an unknown, we don't know you were coming back, but this could be the end kind of thing. That was just what I was about to say, you know. Oh, great. It's, it's perfect the way it ended because back then we didn't know that if the show was canceled or not so it was nice to see that Nico and Kirby get back together and Victory and Joe were headed to to the aisle and that montage was beautiful it's everything a fan would want to see their friendship on screen so I think it's a beautiful tribute to end the show beautifully said I can't believe I didn't see this show sooner it's it was a what a pleasant watch too it's very condensed is it about 20-something episodes altogether, Cadu? Yeah, 20 episodes total. T 20 episodes. You could, I mean, if you're like me and you're crazy, you could do it in like half of a week. But I, I would say take your time with it and enjoy it because it goes quickly if you are interested. It is on the Roku streaming channel, which, by the way, you don't need the Roku stick for. I learned the hard way. <laughs> 
And speaking of nostalgia, what do you think of the opening credits? I think nowadays they don't have the, these awesome opening credits and Lipstick Jungle has a great one. believe I didn't bring that up sooner. So true, Cadu. I always want theme songs still, and we never get them. So, so true. And this one, I'm still humming it in my head. <laughs> Not only the song is great, but the montage with and their names, I think it's magical to to open a, a episode with that intro. You, you are so pumped to see what's happening next. That's the perfect word, pumped. It was it gets you really excited. It's like a cutesy song. It's in a black and white with pink around it. It's very pretty. I, I, I agree. It's a great intro and we need more of those. I have to thank again my wonderful friend Cadu for not only being here, introducing me to the series, but also for arranging that wonderful message. Thank you again for being here. As always, I ask, where can the lovely people find you? Well, thank you so much for having me. This was such an important episode for me because it's one of my favorite series. So thank you. First of all, people can follow the Lipstick Jungle Instagram account, which is at Lipstick Jungle. BR on Instagram, and you can follow me, Kadu, on my Instagram at Kaduluongo. And I will have his links in the description below. Thank you for 15 years of Lipstick Jungle fans. Hopefully the show continues to be kept alive. People like you who are running that Instagram. And maybe one day we'll be back on this show talking about a reunion movie. And remember, it's a jungle out there. Dress accordingly. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thank you again so much for being here. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.